Planet Fitness makes millions of dollars mm-hmm. because people just pay the $10 a month mm-hmm. and never even go because they're intimidated. Wow. <clears throat> the hard part was, uh, again, um, starting over. Uh, I had already put out, you know, so many dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, no, just, like you said. Why do you think there's more of a... Uh, push on just the spiritual aspect more so than physical because it's really one. Like it, it's, it's a holistic approach. Right. Why do you think? I think it's a matter of being comfortable. And That's a bar right there. Yes. So if you want to train for speed and you want to get faster, what you have to do is you have to move faster. Mm. If you want to train for endurance, what you have to do is you have to go longer. Mm. Well, all right, that was extra, but I'm going to still go with it. <laughs> Welcome to the Elevate It podcast, where we interview leaders who are going after their it. And listen, today in the studio, we have John Williams, a friend, a brother, and also an entrepreneur. Listen, y'all, many people know that fitness is vitally important to your purpose. And this brother here knows just, I'll say a little bit about that. Maybe you can look at his arms and tell me once, once we, once we get that view of them arms right there, if he know a little bit about what he's talking about. All right. So John is the owner of Muscle Hustle Training Facilities and we go way back. Yeah. We go way back. Brother, welcome to the Elevated Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. All right. This is a real pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, see you in your element doing your thing. Oh, you okay. I see what you did there. That's smooth. <laughs> we ain't there yet, but I got you. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> I mean, for the people who don't know, I mean, we've done we've done life, I mean, phew. Long time. It's a it's a very long time. Yeah. Um. And even before we go into business and everything else, I think one thing I don't know if I said this publicly, but I think the thing that I really honor about uh, the area of our relationship, twins. If y'all watching this episode, pay attention to what I'm about to say. Okay. <laughs> Is the fact that us growing up younger, I I came from one aspect of life and uh, ministry and church and different things like that to the church where your pastor is a uh, uh, your pastor your father is pastoring and it was kind of like felt like the outsider as a kid mm-hmm. but you did an amazing job of making me feel like accepted and then that didn't start there then you turn into like big bro and that went all throughout life right not only acceptance but also like yo bro you shouldn't be doing that i mean we ain't gonna get into all that but the stuff i did do close your ears baby i love you wife in the studio the stuff i tried to do all that stuff all along the way us growing up we did life together man yeah, and uh, yeah, i mean for sure, for sure. i don't i know we we going a, a, you know a little bit everywhere with that but i mean i just gotta take the moment to speak to like brotherhood man like the vitality and the power of that man yeah, like yeah. it's I mean, a blessing for sure. Where'd that come from in your heart? You just grew up like this. I, I'm gonna just cover my brothers. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Man, you know, it's uh I don't know, um, but I I feel like the the perfect verse that fits me mm-hmm. is there's no greater love than this one that's willing to die for his friends. Mm. And uh, you know, that's just how I've lived my life. I've embodied like that. You know what I mean? You know, uh that's just how I like to get down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if I got it, you got it. Yeah. I'm saying mean, so you know, uh yeah. you know. And at the time of this recording, you did something really dope and unique too. You and your wife, actually, you pulled all of us who grew up together, mm-hmm. together at your house, mm-hmm. and created an environment, man, for us to connect. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many kids. What's it like? <laughs> I think was it like so thirty-eight, thir- thirty-nine, thirty-eight years, so something like that. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> from eleven? <laughs> from eleven of us who grew up together. <laughs> Bro, yeah. that was crazy, yeah. but powerful yeah. though. Yeah. Like, think that about love. that. Like, different that, walks, different passion, love. different yeah. insights and thoughts yeah. coming together. In yeah. spite of whatever differences may be, to put all that stuff aside, yeah. Yeah. just to show like brotherly love. That's what brotherly. That's what brotherhood is. That you know I mean? so, that is crazy. Yeah. And yeah. but thank you for that. Yeah, man. Listen, I, that, I'm, I'm hoping that's something that we can actually do on like a yearly basis. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? Like, because I mean this. We are we are older now, so I get it. We can't always link up every weekend, once a month. You know, people got businesses, podcasts, <laughs> multiple businesses, preaching. You know what I'm saying? Me work, so it's like you know, I get it. Young you know, babies you know. that we might hear in, in, in the background. You never know. It's a baby in the studio. All right, <laughs> right, right. Yes, so sir. you know, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, so people gonna, gonna need their rest too. You know, what I mean, it might just be like, you know, I got this one day and I gotta. I gotta check out for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so yeah. nah, so I, I get it, but I'm hoping at least once a year, man, we we, we can do that. Absolutely. I'm yeah. with it. We with it, right? Yeah. 
All right. You heard her in the background. That's the, that's the missus. Um, so tell us a little bit about who John is. Let's go like childhood. Let's just let's just oh, go there. Like John, John, John Williams as a child. Like John. Who, who's John? Ooh, as a child, John was that dude that if you told him he couldn't or shouldn't, he did. He was that dude. I mean, you know, I don't I don't know how else to Say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I kind of got a feeling that's the same dude I'm still sitting across with. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, is that was that just child? Because the same, this, our favorite ancient text, the scriptures, like also say when I was a child, ooh, when I was a child, I thought I was a child, but I'm a man, I put those childish things away. But I think this is something that hit you like all the way through. I don't know what. Hey, you know what? Um, Old habits die hard. You know, <laughs> you know so. <laughs> like, okay, so I mean, let's go with that a little bit. I mean, so somebody say you can't do something. Where, what is that? What is that like connected to? Like you feel like people told you that in childhood, things that you couldn't do. Oh, for sure. Like uh, what? I mean, so <laughs> the number one, even even you know, as when everything aside, it was always like you're the pastor, son. You can't and shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, don't nobody never tell the fire marshal son he can't play with matches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm like, so yo, this don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, don't nobody ever tell the doctor's son he shouldn't smoke. You know what I'm mm. saying? I mean, no, like, nah, you're the doctor. So, so it's like, why do I get my life put under a microscope? Uh, all right, okay, cool. Well, y'all want to watch? I'll give you something to watch. <laughs> Shout out to the PKs who might be watching. Again, twins. Some of the stuff you can take from Uncle John. Other stuff, we'll talk about that stuff later. But uh, I mean, Lanisha could uh, identify with that PK life as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, that's that's unique. It's so you've had like a microscope. You feel like on always, you, always, your, your man. It's crazy, you know, Even in times when you think nobody's watching, mm-hmm. trip. Wow. Promise you, somebody gonna start laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's always somebody watching. So wow, you wow. Know. So childhood, you're told, you know, I can't do this. I'm not supposed to do this. So forth and so on. And getting from that area, yeah. you've had a supportive family all yeah. throughout yeah, for life sure. for sure. Um, so shout out to the Williams clan, love y'all. <laughs> Williams mafia, baby. Yes, love y'all. <laughs> um, so growing up, you know, teenage years, so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were you always? I just want like a, a good. Kid, I mean, just, I mean, what? What? Talk to us a little bit. John? Potentially a good kid. <laughs> Potentially a good kid. You know what I mean? You know, got got good grades. You okay. know what I mean? You know, made honor roll. You know, did all the things I was supposed to do. Uh-huh. And, you know, then just like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, yeah. I had that little switch. Let's just be real. <laughs> we were sneaky as kids. All right. Let's just put it out there on the elevator podcast. All right. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we were sneaky. Right. But we knew how to put it on. Right. That's listen, the part that makes man, me nervous about listen, being a parent. Duh. Listen, I, I tell my wife all the time. I know Sailor's gonna be one of them like wordsmiths, like like chomping them word games uh-huh. with me. Like, yo, I want you home at nine o'clock. Okay, she's gonna pull up at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock, she's gonna put the car in reverse and be like, I'm out. Like, yo, where you at? I was home at nine. Like, you know what? Like, mm. <laughs> like I know I'm gonna get some of that type of stuff. Like, <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah. So true. So powerful. Yeah. So yeah. this fitness stuff, like, mm. where did that play? I mean, were you an athlete? <clears throat> what, what did you do? Yeah, um, I'll. I always had some type of sport. Uh, crazy. My, my parents were like, you got asthma, so you can't play football. Um, but then they let me play soccer. So as I got older, I was like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> so really what it was is, you know, the wear and tear on your body. Because, you know, there's a lot of hitting and, you know, things like that. And I think that's more so what my parents were concerned about. Um, you know, uh, back then there was an inhaler called asthma court that was like a little dosage of steroid. Okay. And uh, it made your bones weak. That's why I constantly was breaking stuff so um you know between high school and semi-pro i had about 17 casts yeah i was always breaking something but i think that's why you know what I'm saying? I mean, so my parents was like yeah no nah, we don't let's try to save him a little bit you right know what I mean? so save you know. some money too because right right exactly okay so yeah so um you know then uh from soccer went to football and it was like oh i'm staying here i played t-ball too uh Crazy. Uh, I actually found like one of them old pictures. It was like me, Lex, and all them. Like we're kids, kids. Like yeah, crazy. I was like, oh shoot, like yo, it's wild. But yeah, yeah. So good, wow. good memories, good memories. But yeah, I, I always played some type of sport though. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. And so that's fitness kicked in from there. So did it become like? Did you know like growing up? Look, I think I'm gonna have 
a training facility. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. So back then, sports was just like what we did. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, you you just, you went out in the morning, especially if it was summertime, you go out and you just played all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you, <laughs> my, my grandma, my my parents, there, one of them parents was like, okay, well, it's, it's nice. Though. What you doing in the house? Get out. Yeah, get out. <laughs> get out that ball. Yeah, so, you know, go, go play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, so, you know, that's just what we did. Um, when I was a kid, I don't think any of my friends had a, a trainer. So, you know, I think kids nowadays whose parents say, no, listen, I'm going to get you a trainer. I'm like, Yo, that, that's a real blessing because in my day, you was either an athlete or you wasn't. Wow. <laughs> you either had it or you didn't. It was, we ain't spending no extra bread on that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, people trying to eat. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, you know, so no, we ain't no. So, um, but yeah, uh, later on in life, then it was like, oh, shoot, oh, people actually do need a trainer. Uh, before I actually became a trainer, I just knew fitness since I had worked out my whole life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, was at LA Fitness. It was a sit-up bench. And this woman put her feet where her knees go and had her head on the ground. And I was like, what you planning on doing with that? Ooh. Like, she was like, is this how you use it? No. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Now I see why people need to train her because <laughs> it is like, <laughs> I, I, Planet Fitness makes millions of dollars mm-hmm. because people just pay the $10 a month mm-hmm. and never even go because they're intimidated. Wow. Like they walk in there and they just see all these pieces of equipment and they're like, that's eh, too much. The other half of people that go to Planet Fitness, they just go there and be like, you know what? I'm just going to get on the treadmill and leave. You could have walked around your neighborhood and saved $120 a month. Right. <laughs> I mean, a, a year. Right. So it was like, yo, but it's, it, people really are in, intimidated. And, you know, most men, yeah. if we lost, wow. we ain't asking for directions. Well, why, I mean, we just going to figure it out. Why a trainer? Like, all right, so I hear you. Like, Planet Fitness, right. I could pay my right. whatever, 20 bucks, mm-hmm. go in there, you know. But but a trainer, that's that's a, that's a little different. Yes, it is. <laughs> So what's my value of me having a trainer as opposed to just <clears throat> my own workout? When you're sick. YouTube University, I can go in there and <laughs> right, right, right. So, so YouTube University, mm-hmm. Google, you know, but they're they're all great tools that you could use. Mm-hmm. The problem is you can see somebody doing an exercise and still not know the correct way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that things are always changing. Like when I was in high school, a lat pull down came behind your neck. Now that's what you call a trap pull down. It's more so for your traps, not mm, your lats. Wow. And a lat pull down now comes to your chest. All right. So as things change like that, most of the time it's not going to get put up on YouTube or Google. Hey, you know, we just found out this new, uh, you know, research, this new study. <clears throat> so we're going to put that up today. Right. It's not what's going to happen. You got to do a little bit of re- research for that. So, you know, uh, could it be a tool to help you? Yes. If you're, Thinking of different exercises, like you know, but uh, to actually be updated information, uh, it's kind of lax on that. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, all right. Muscle hustle. You go ahead. Yeah. And so the other thing I was going to say too is like when you get sick, you don't say, eh, I'm going to diagnose myself. Now, some people do. Okay. But they, oftentimes, weeks later, after they've been suffering from this, that, and the third, they're like, yeah, I'm still suffering. Oh, well, I guess I. Self-diagnosed wrong, and you go to a doctor to get a correct diagnosis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in fitness, when you don't know what you're doing at a gym, people often wonder, like, yeah, well, you know, I don't know squat because, you know, I got bad knees. Well, squatting is good for your knees. Bad form mm-hmm. is bad for your knees. Wow. So that's why you need a trainer. Wow. So you can see what you're doing wrong wow. and get that fixed. Because for some people, it's hip mobility. Some people, it's ankle mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be a lot of different things. What's wrong with your form? But you wouldn't know that being somebody just looked it up on YouTube. Hey, they just sat down and stood up. It's easy. Nah, it's a little more complicated than that. <laughs> no, I dig that. That makes sense. Because so I'm hearing there's a level of education that you're not going to get. Right. Um, hands-on approach pertaining to something. If you are right. doing something, I can remember when I, when I, I mean, even when I go to the gym, it's an area I'm looking at an image sometimes. Like, right. It's the first time I'm being on a machine right. and trying to do that. I'm like, 100%. I don't know. Right. Am I supposed to feel this? I can't talk to Well, right. I probably could, but it's like awkward. It's like right. 100 people in there. So I'm right. like, oh, let me just say, fake this thing on and go ahead and work on your right. abs. But you can, you know, go ahead and really 
um, give me something. Well, before we did entrepreneurship and ministry and everything else, mm-hmm. I was uh, in special needs, um, tra- teaching special needs, and we had IEPs, individual mm-hmm. educational programs. So right. I've seen you train, you've trained the twins, uh, I've seen some of the results and things that you've done as well. Um, it, it seems like there's an aspect of individualized like yes. care. Yes. You know, and you're you're not going to get that necessarily, you right. know, from just going into an area of a of a gym as well. So to get that result, the accountability too. Right. You know what I mean? The way that you yeah. you do, like <laughs> that's dope. I, me personally, I mean, say what you want to say about me. I don't know how I do well with somebody barking at me the whole time. Like you know what I'm saying? But I, yeah. that's not the at least from what I've seen. I haven't seen you operate in that way, pertaining right. to that. So. Yeah. So I mean, you have to you have to know the body, but you also have to know people too. Mm-hmm. It's some people that need. You know that kicking the behind, they need that drill sergeant. You know you're gonna do this, and there's other people where you gotta love through it. You gotta be like, no, it's okay. You mm-hmm. come back. You know it's gonna be all right. You know, you, you got this. You got this yeah. type of mentality. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but again, you just gotta know people. Uh, again, there's just like there is no cookie cutter. Right. <laughs> my, right. my daughter said, eh. yeah, yes, yeah, she <laughs> agrees. Yes, yes. amen. <laughs> on Sunday, no. listen, I love it. I love it. We're gonna talk about this when we get to your training facility. Little hint, y'all gotta stay stay tuned because we're gonna go to his training facility. That's gonna be dope. Um, but it makes me think about the we talked about this before, mental toughness. Yes. Like, cause for us, elevate it that it is your inner tugging. It's you know, your cause, your purpose, it's the thing that you feel like God is designing and having you to go ahead and do to go ahead and move forward with. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, thinking about fitness. Thinking about your inner tugging, thinking about everything that we're dealing with and doing and that mental toughness, like I seen you work with one of our sons and it, it, it hit me in a different level. I'm like, I wouldn't even have put together fitness and working on the mindset the way that I seen you do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to me a little bit about more in depth. Well, again, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get to the um to your training facility. But that mental toughness piece. Mm-hmm. Like, believe it or not, that's the part that I was like drawn into. It wasn't just mm-hmm. like I know you're gonna get to, but you right. mean you're 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 not just working the body, right? Like you're training the mind as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's impossible to train the body without the mind. Ooh, it's it's just not possible. Mm. Um, <clears throat> that's because, a t-shirt. <laughs> because uh, especially uh, if you're somebody that's going into a cut and you're doing higher reps, you're mm-hmm. doing higher reps and lighter weight. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that, okay, when you start to feel that burn in your muscles, that lactic acid building up, that's not the time to say, okay, I feel the burn, I'm done. Mm-hmm. No, you have to push through that. Yeah. And if you're not physically or mentally able to push through that, then you're not going to get the results you want. Mm. So I have to be able to see where you're at and what type of trainer you need me to be. So yeah. everybody that steps foot in my facility, they, they got to do an assessment. Mm. And, and and that's one of the reasons why. Because if you got a bad shoulder, I'm not trying to have you shoulder pressing a bunch of weight that's going to you know mess with your shoulder. Right. <clears throat> if you do have you know a, a knee replacement, I'm not going to be telling you, hey, yo, I want you doing um, you know forward or walking lunges. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so right. um, I need to know as far as injuries. But um, one of the last tests in that assessment, though, is for your, your mental toughness. And uh, typically at my gym, uh, I say can't is cursing. Mm. If you tell me you can't do something, I'm going to give you that plus extra now because you told me you can't. And wow. I didn't stay up all night planning your <laughs> exercises, mm-hmm. your session um, for me to be like, I bet they can't do this. Right. So I'm going to give it to them. That's stupid. I'm I'm not a first year trainer. I, I've been doing this for a while. Right. So yeah, um, that's why I give that test though. So I know how to push people. Because like I said, sometimes you got to really, you know, put your foot in their behind. Sometimes right. you got to love them up to it. You know what I'm saying? I, mean? so, I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. Let's go deeper. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about you a little bit. <laughs> Pertaining to, but like, we'll stay on topic with mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the business side. So okay. we have entrepreneurs that are tuning in. We have ministry leaders that are tuning in, so forth and so on. But this journey, like you own a training facility. Was it easy? <laughs> like, to, to, no. To, no? <laughs> no? No, no, no. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Um, <clears throat> I was a part of a, another one. Okay. Uh, I was a part of another facility. And uh, stuff just went south. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. And, uh, you know, so I took the things that I bought. Put them in my spot. Okay. You know, um, I just backed away for a while, you know, stopped doing classes, you know, PT. And it was kind of cool, too, the way God did it, because it was like, 
happened in the middle of COVID. So it wasn't like I had to be super, super verbal about it and extra, you know, because I'm one of them people that's like, you know, um, people going to find out how they find out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I don't need to bash somebody you know right. what I mean, to do whatever it's, you know, what's done in the dark is going to come to light, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I just moved on back. And once I found a space, grabbed my stuff, moved on in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the hard part was, uh, again, um, starting over. Uh, I had already put out, you know, so many dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you know, like you said, uh, God got us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, so uh, I definitely had to stay prayed up. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. uh, you know, I had temper too. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. but uh, yeah. What about mindset though? So let's go with that because, so, okay, you leave a gym. Again, we're not going into all the details of yeah. all the other yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, you know, respecting different things like that. But right. <clears throat> you, mindset, new gym, you could have been like, I'm not going to do anything, right? Right, right, right. Right? I'll could've. call that an area of a tugging, right? Like, oh, I yeah, want, sure. like, I oh, could yeah. go oh, yeah. back to Man. what I was doing. So, it's crazy because one of the things that I kept thinking about was the people that I train, I'm like, yo, I'm kind of leaving them stranded. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because I'm going from Planet Fitness to LA Fitness, you know, um, you know, training people in my basement, you know, doing the same third. But it was like, I still didn't have all of the people that I trained because it was like, I'm not bringing everybody to my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just one of the type of people I am. You know what I mean? Like not everybody coming to my house. Um, so, you know, it was kind of hard. And I just kept thinking like, man, like, you know, like I, I know people are like, Hey, you know, like what's going on? Where are you at? And so I'm like, you know, just, just bear with me for a little bit, you know? And so it was, it was definitely rough mentally. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Cause like I said, you know, like you're at a loss you, and you want to do something, you know, but you are not really in a position to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, so, you know, but, uh, but yeah, but once, once I got opened up that door, I was like, okay, cool. Um, like, let's go. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, so uh, I'm a firm believer that you don't have to have the finished look to start. Wow. So, you know, um, the walls wasn't painted. Right. I didn't even have all my machines up. <laughs> I had bands, some dumbbells. I mean, you know, and like I said, in the middle of COVID too, like, uh, you know, 20 pound dumbbells used to be 20 bucks. Wow. In the middle of COVID, them Jones is now 45, 50. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, so... That's the other thing that's hurt me. I'm like, oh my gosh. But, wow. you know, uh, even with all the cards stacked against me, I mean, you know, it's like, like I said, uh, you know, God really does do his thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but how did you stay motivated and committed, though? I mean, you're talking about, you yeah. said you said COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't sure, just like, sure. oh, sure. like, this is the middle of like, yeah. I got a mask on. Right. I don't know about you, <laughs> right, but during right. the middle of COVID, I got, I'm wiping off groceries right. when it comes out of stuff like that. You're talking about starting a business <laughs> right. that you can't yeah. just do online. Yeah. Right. Like, I yeah. need you physically here. So, like, how right. do you stay motivated? Because somebody's yeah. watching, somebody's yeah. like, yo, man, I had a concept. Like, they yeah. feel defeated. They yeah. they had adversity and they quit. Yeah. They yeah. had something that they were dealing with. And it's like, no, but you didn't. Like, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how did you stay committed and stay focused? So um, <laughs> I remember being a kid and uh, I had piano lessons. John playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see my face? <laughs> I had piano lessons. Um, you know, so my dad being a musician, I always heard like a lot of music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, growing up. Uh, that's why I, I, even now, like in, in my gym, you will hear country music. You will hear classical, you hear jazz, I call it elevator music, you know what I'm saying? Because people are like, what is this? This ain't workout music. Yeah, right, it's elevator music. But it's okay. We're we going we to let it rock. Um, I, I, I play it all. I listen to it all. And uh, I heard this one song, man. I was like, yo, the piano sound crazy. Like, I, I like that. Well, two lessons in, I was like, I'm over this. <laughs> I'm over this. Put your hands like a cup, reach over with your pinky. I said, man, you know what? This ain't nothing like I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm done. My mom, my dad was like, uh, no, you ain't. Mm. You said you want to do this thing. You going to do it. Yeah. And so for about a good year and a half, I had to stick with it. And then they were like, okay, now you've put in enough time. What do you want to do? Mm. Yeah, I'm over this. Wow. And I was like, okay, all right. It was never something that I could just quit. Yeah. It was like, no, you asked for this. You're going to see it through. Mm. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like that puts a level of maturity in you. Uh, you know, cause I mean, I was, I was probably what, like second, third grade, you know what I mean? You know, like, but it does put in, in your mind, like, okay, like quitting is not an option. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, well, no matter what, 
I got to dig deep, uh, yeah. gut check, whatever it might be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I got to go ahead and keep trucking this thing through. So, yeah. uh, you know, you, you think about things like, like that, um, you know, uh, things like uh, where God is taking you from, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and uh, it just gives you another level of thankfulness. Yeah. For real. <clears throat> so you're saying, if I hear you correctly, some things that was instilled in you as a child mm-hmm. pertaining to that. Yes. So you weren't allowed to quit. Right. Even when you wanted to. Right. So those things kind of. But you still had the choice. Yeah. Like sure. you, you could, sure. you could, I get, that's great. I yeah. love the story. Yeah. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But it's something still there to be like, like, and, and for me, again, I, I'm, I'm wondering and we can get there, but I'm thinking like passion, mm-hmm. like yes. you got passion in this thing. Yes. Yes. For you to. I know how you how you op- how you operate <laughs> and how the 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 I'll say it well the hustle let's go with the pun let's go with that right? the hustle you go to yeah. get where you're to, yeah. to thrive and do what you're doing sure, sure. so like that passion in you right um and it's not selfish because I got shared y'all yeah he took me as a brother so forth and so <laughs> on so like that drive I feel like has to be so strong for what it is that you feel like you're called compelled to go ahead and do. That it makes you be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not going to go ahead and do that. Man. And that does, you know, that is to happen from childhood, obviously, and going from there and yeah. not wanting to give up. Right. But you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. I think when you, is it possible that you look at somebody and like, this is the way I am for us coaching. Like I can look at somebody and say, man, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but man, if I could work with them, mm-hmm. yo, I can help them reach their dreams. Mm-hmm. Because the coach that I am, like, I want you to live, walk, and thrive in your purpose. Right. That you got to look at somebody and be like, oh, I could work with that. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I can do that. So that drive. So it's impossible to be a trainer and not care about people. Okay. Because you're helping people get off medicine. Mm-hmm. You're helping people come, bat- battle depression. Sign up right you're, there. You're, right there. <laughs> come on, some pit. Oh, go ahead. So, so, it's, so it's, it's, it's just not possible to be like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to you know train this person and just, you know, that just be that. Oftentimes, especially if you're a guy like me who I'm a, I'm a trainer, I got a business, but I also work. So my time is limited. So when I take my time and not work out myself so I can train other people, mm-hmm. that's literally me putting your health before my own. Wow. And I don't think people get that aspect of it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, like, you know, um, you know, like I start early in the morning. I go to midday, depending on my work, work schedule, where I start midday and I go to late at night. Mm-hmm. So by the time it's me getting the workout, if I get one in that day, it's going to be about midnight. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> hard. But I think that's also why it makes me more passionate because I'm sacrificing myself for you to stay fit, yeah. for you to reach your potential, for you to reach your goals. So I just, you know, I take it serious because I want them to know how serious they need to be taking it too. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not about just like not quitting, but yeah, like, no, this is for sure my passion. Um, and on Saturdays at 1230, I have the fellas come in, right? And that's my time to work out. I bring my boys in, you know, they work out with me. Yeah. And even then, I'm still not been like getting my workout in because it's like, no, 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 this is how you do that. No, 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 this is how you do that. Mm-hmm. Fix your back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, no, pull through your elbows. Like, it's like, no, it's it's just what I do. Yeah. It's who I am. And it's what I love to do. So, wow. you know, uh, yeah. And that's good. That's good. That's good. So you got me thinking now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so even processing this area of passion and fitness, um, as I've said before, it's not a Christian podcast. I am a Christian, so they're going to get Jesus. That's just who I am. <laughs> Listen, you can't separate so, the two. I mean, right? I don't apologize for that. <laughs> but I do want to go into like a church run really quick because I, I, all I'm talking about is my experience. I'm not saying that it's everywhere and mm. other people are like that. So go up me when y'all hear what I'm about to say. All right. <laughs> Hold the comments. <laughs> it appears sometimes, I think, pertaining to the area of Christianity or maybe in other religions as well, that... There's such a focus on spiritual well-being mm-hmm. more so than physical well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pray, we'll read, I do all those things. Mm-hmm. You know, do the live 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 this certain life. Don't do this, do this so forth and so on. But I heard a whole lot of sermons and messages on on like fit like fitness. Oh, like you know, live yeah. this life this yeah. way, do this. I mean, and then certain cultures, African American church, like something. Yeah. Ah, and we don't know if you're gonna get through that whole sermon <laughs> because of that. So why do you think just just doing that? Why do you think there's more of a 
uh, push on just the spiritual aspect more so than physical because it's really one. Like it, it's, it's a holistic approach. Right. But why do you think? So I think it's a matter of being comfortable and used to what you're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're in the age of information. Okay. So I feel like that's not an excuse. Deepest thing I ever heard, um, talking to a Muslim brother, and he was saying, you know, pastors are supposed to be these wise, intelligent people, mm-hmm. but they mostly are overweight. How wise is that if they don't take care of their own temple? I might have drank to that one, right? <laughs> and it really hit home. I was like, oh, you know what? You, you got a point. Like, you know, like you, you're supposed to be this brilliant person leading people, mm-hmm. but then it's like... Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, mm-hmm. you're sharp. You're on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen pastors preach their parents' funerals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, they're on it. Yeah. But then when it comes to physical, they're like, eh, yeah, no, it's okay. And it's like, yo, uh, to be honest, that's that's not biblical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. no, especially if we're supposed to be like Christ like. Yeah. Um, that dude walked about 30, 45, 40 miles a day. That's a lot of steps. Wow, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, so if if you if you want to break that down, uh, so if we supposed to be Christ-like as Christians, mm-hmm. fitness should be a part of that. Yeah, wow, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think you should do something about it. I think you should have a class <laughs> just for pastors and leaders. <laughs> I think you should do something about that. Let me know when Muscle Hustle gets that gets that that class so, on. So and we so can put some we that, can put some Hammond B threes and some different things in the background. <laughs> put them in C sharp and go from there. Uh, yeah, no. I guess I mean this is that is a real thing though. That's great. But it's educational piece too. I think culturally, like you said, I think mm-hmm. I know for me, and there's no excuse, but I think for me, I think food has become like um, like it's a love language, mm-hmm. like. You know, you stress sometimes. You go ahead and eat, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, you yeah. feel good. Whatever the Com- case Comfort foods. And, and a lot of stuff comes over there. I can't tell you how many times I'm uh, invited to breakfast mm-hmm. or lunch or catch a meeting or meet with other leaders or pastors and so right. forth and so on, right? You're right. going out there yeah. and you're right. Like, you just keep going. You keep going. You're doing this. You're doing that. But you don't really think about that. But it's yeah. the temple, like, yeah, yeah. inside. So anyway, that's, that's no slam to anybody. Like, right, I'm with right, y'all. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. at that place. Mm-hmm. I got to do better. We got to yeah. do better. We need yeah. that accountability. Yeah. But it's something to really sit with. And maybe you are watching. You are a minister. Like, maybe we should be talking more about that, too. Yeah, yeah, not just sure. the area of sin and what you're not, but the for area sure. of, like, for sure. Take care of that aspect. How do we? Yeah, gluttony was a thing. Right. You know what I mean, you know, man. What if somebody's watching? A thing, yeah. Somebody watching that and they struggling with that situation. Like, yeah. what would you physically say? Like, because I'll be honest with you, with fit, fitness, I feel like it's so many rules. Mm. Like, like you know, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Eat some grass and rocks. That's what I tell Anisha all the time. They just want me to eat grass and rocks and go and live. And then there's no enjoyment to that. So like, yes, you got to exercise. And I hear that diet is a huge part of, yeah. of exercise. Yeah. So I mean, give me some 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 rap. Give me some. Let me know. <laughs> you, give me some intake. Help me out. So, what could I do? Step one. What you said was, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do that. And I feel like. I think that's what people think about Christianity too. It's all about what you can't do. Mm-hmm. And there's no focus on what you can do. Okay. Um, it's always fun to me to be like, yeah, you know, Christians gotta be, you know, boring. If you if you really think about it, right? Like I'm not boring. <laughs> I promise you I'm not. No, go ahead. God created life. Mm-hmm. So why would he create boring, unfun life? Mm-hmm. It's it's not as stressful. <laughs> I think I think people have become so toxic that it's always like you know like all right well you know I got to get smash face drunk I got to get crazy high I got to be able to party I got to have the wild women or the wild guys. It's yeah, don't get me wrong I I understand why you think that's fun, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day that gives you more to stress about mm-hmm. than anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so it's it's not that you can't have life. Yeah, you know it's just. Again, you got to think about what you can do and what you do get out of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like you don't get the hangovers. You don't have the, you know, pregnancies at 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't have the, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm just trying to be real here. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So fitness, same way. It's not that you 
can't have donuts. It's not that you can't have pizza, mm-hmm. but in moderation. Especially your wife's donuts. <laughs> right. We right. might have to get her on a podcast <laughs> just to hold up. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, everything's in moderation. Yeah. Uh, too much vitamin C will turn your skin orange. Wow. So it's like, it's, you just have to have moderation with it. Um, you know, and it's not so much grass and rocks. Like, I get it. A lot of people are on this vegan kick. Mm-hmm. And, well, keto was pretty much the opposite of vegan. Okay. All right, vegan, you're eating nothing that comes from animals. Okay. No eggs, no milk, no nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much you're eating what our food eats. Mm-hmm. You're eating like a rabbit. You know right. what I mean? You know? right. um, um, but keto is the complete opposite of that. You're eating mostly proteins and fats and no carbs. Okay. Both get amazing results. Mm-hmm. So they're two completely different ends of the spectrum. It's not that you can't do this or you can't do that. It just has to be in moderation. Okay. So that's the first thing you would tell me. All right, Christian, look, don't think about the area of just what you can't do, right? right? There is a, look, there's life and there's abundance pertaining to that. Exactly. But what I want you to think about too is that there's moderation. Yes. So you can't eat all Mary's donuts. (laughs) You got to come from a particular level. Well, that's my wife. So I get to eat all them donuts. You you eat those donuts. You you, you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It just kicked in. It just kicked in. And we don't edit that out, so y'all gonna hear that. Huh. I, I was gonna even change it and say pastries, but that don't make no difference with what we're dealing with. I'm trying to get back in. I, let me just take a sip. <laughs> anyway, you married. I can't say nothing about any of that. So, anywho, so the moderation piece. Yeah. Okay, so what's so all right. A person like me, this is real, real rap. Like uh-huh. you, you, you helping a brother out, yeah. right? Like I like sweets, bro. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Like, and I've heard like that's like area, of, like that's a drug. Yes, it is. It is. Sugar actually lights up the same areas of the brain as cocaine. That's how addicting it could be. Woo! It's like people be like, oh, no, there's no such thing as a sugar addiction. Yeah, it is. Wow. It, <laughs> you ever seen somebody on cocaine? Wow. <laughs> lights up the same areas of the brain. Wow. <laughs> so moderation is pulling back. From three donuts a day to one and a half donuts a day. <laughs> so, so, so you can scale it depending on how serious your goals. Like I said, like most people aren't getting ready to get on stage mm-hmm. tomorrow. You know what I mean? So, you know, and even those guys, like it's that's about like a year out from your start date. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a year and a half out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so yeah, you know, for you, you know, progress over perfection is the thing you'll hear common in the fitness industry okay. because it's more so about the progress. So, if you're at three donuts a day, or if you're at a bag of Sour Patch Kids, then just cut it down to three-fourths of a bag. And then three-fourths. Cut, cut it down to half a bag. I could do that. And then cut, yeah. Like, it's not like, you don't got, it's, it's very rare that somebody can just stop something cold turkey. Mm-hmm. I know people that have, you know what I'm saying, but it's very rare. So, you know, excuse me too, I'm dying. You good, man. <laughs> we'll get all that. We might edit it. We might not edit that out with your, do- with your donut comment. Random question. How much you bench press? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, y'all wanted to know. Let's just be real. <laughs> if y'all seen the arms, you wanted to know. So, so, so in my prime, uh, I was hitting four hundred five consistently. Um, but now, like I said, like I don't get. I, I might get about three workouts in a week. That's on a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, like I said, my fitness is really slacking, but I can still rep three fifteen fairly easy. Mm. So mm. you know, that's good to know. You know, you know, you have some people in your life you glad, like you got friends and relationship with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate that. God forbid anything ever go down. Like, I, I know, I know who to call. No. <laughs> no. I appreciate it, man. Look, we're going to do something um, I like to call elevate in your element. Okay. And so let's go ahead and get ready to take this journey to head to the Muscle Hustle Training Facility. Let's get it. And uh, get from there. So we'll be back uh, with... Uh, Another question or so, but let's get out there and see what it's about. All right. Yes, All, right. All right. Well, this is the segment that we call Elevate in Your Elements. And we have been with John this far, and now we're in his element. You see the amazing training facility of muscle. Hustle. I mean, you got to see it. Pan, show the people what's going on, what we're dealing with in here. What's up? Let's go. Ah, uh, yeah, right there. You see that? That's what I live. We need to take it back. That's what I, I do all that right there. No, not really. All right. So, bro, fam, I mean, we're here. And when I think of a gym, I think about like strength. I think about endurance. I think about uh, motion and movement. So like, I got to ask you this here in your element. 
can you tell us a time where you personally or business wise have had to um, endure or you had to show that strength? And also, like, I'm going to use your, your name or your business as a pun pertaining to this. But a time and, and, and also like those steps you've had to do to, uh, I guess you could say, um, strengthen that muscle, so to speak. So help us understand something that you've gone through and how you've endured and had strength through that. Um, I would just say life in general. Uh, as a young age, uh, I was diagnosed with asthma. And so the doctor told my parents, you know, get him a computer, put him in a bubble. He's not going to be able to do nothing. A bubble? A bubble. Okay. <laughs> I had uh, crazy allergies as well. Um, even playing football, like I had to constantly take my allergy medicine because the grass would give me uh, hives and everything. So <clears throat> I always had some type of malfunction or not malfunction, but, you know, some type of dysfunction going on. Uh, I, I would do basketball camps. I had to carry a bag of inhalers with me. You know, uh, people stayed making fun of that. You know what I'm saying it was just a lot. Um, to take it forward, now I'm I ran half marathons. I do five Ks on the regular. I do Spartan races. I do Tough Mudders. Got a gym. I even have people doing with me now. You know, they're just as crazy as me. So to me, uh, it's just life. I could easily been like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with this computer. But no, uh, you always have somebody telling you what you can't do. Yeah. Or what you shouldn't do. Um, why you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But if it's really something that you believe, and it's really something that you love. Go for it. OK. Uh, you can't let other people. You can't let other people put you in their fears. Mm. Their fears dictate your life. Uh, you have to, you know, find a way to. Kind of be more mature than that. Yeah. Um, see where they're coming from because sometimes it's out of love. Okay. You know, uh, my, my parents thinking about my asthma, they weren't thinking, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, uh, we don't want them to succeed, yeah. but it was just the fear that they had and they had no clue that, no, the body adapts to the stress that you put it under, just like any other workout. Ho, 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 slow down. The body adapts to the stress that you put it under. That you put it under. Yes. That's a bar right there. Yes. So if you want to, Train for speed and you want to get faster. What you have to do is you have to move faster. Mm. If you want to train for endurance, what you have to do is you have to go longer. Mm. So when you're training <clears throat> somebody that's weaker, what happens is you muscles start to burn. Uh, the lactic acid builds up and you feel like I have to quit right now because I just can't take it anymore. Uh, well, in that moment, that's actually when the body's saying, all right, we're going to get stronger now because we don't want to go through this. The body's naturally lazy. Wow. So whenever you put it through something, especially multiple times, which is your reps and sets, okay. uh, that's when the body will actually change to it. Wow. That's why you don't get stronger from carrying groceries. You do it one time and the body's done. It's like, okay, well, we did that. It's okay. It's not that big of a deal. When you do three sets, four sets, five sets, strenuous work, now your body says, hey, yo, we got to get stronger because we don't want to feel like that anymore. Mm. Oh. And that's what makes the body change. It's just like a tree. Uh, you know, trees get wide, they get thicker. Why? Because wind blows on it. The resistance. Mm -hmm. Resistance will always make you stronger. Resistance makes you stronger. Resistance makes you stronger. Somebody said ABC, uh, adversity builds character. I like to say ACBC because it can build character. Ah. Sometimes it builds a devil. <laughs> what? Did y'all hear what this man is saying? What? You're talking like your daddy was a preacher or something like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that adversity builds character. It can. So I'm even listening to you as well. Like going through the area, like you talk about the area of asthma. And I even think that's kind of where I, I, I think I remember that bag. <laughs> Big old zip I remember bag. that bag. <laughs> to an area of saying, look, my parents, I know they love me, whatever is the level of protection, but there's something inside of you saying, no, I need to move forward. I need to go ahead and, mm -hmm. and, and do this. I don't believe in the bag mentality, so to speak. You are now a building mentality from the bag to a builder and, and, and the heart and mind. And that's so dope and so powerful. Uh, uh, looking at the area of endurance as well, too. So somebody may be in an emergency <laughs> right now <laughs> in a situation sounding the alarm right. in their life, just recognizing and realizing like, yo, like I hear that story. Like I've had my childhood situation as well. Right. And now I'm at that point in place where I want to go ahead and move forward that level of endurance. So what is it that clicked for you to be like, yo, 
not am I just going to not live the bag life, so to speak, mm-hmm. but I'm going to thrive in life. You said marathons. You're training people. You're doing all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. What clicked? So for me, uh, it didn't really click in the beginning. Okay. I was just a hard-headed kid. So you told me I couldn't do something. I was going to do it. Huh. <laughs> if you told me I should be scared of something, I would do it just because you told me I should be scared of it because I didn't want to have that fear. Uh, but shortly around like the end of my semi-pro football career, Okay. Um, I was in like this stagnant space, working every day, getting through the day, you know what I'm saying? But not being productive. I wasn't, I was going to stay right where I was at, just keep going through that same cycle, wake up, work, you know, work out, sleep, you know what I'm saying? You know? mm-hmm. um, and uh, I came across the phrase where I was told the phrase, you know, um, to be thoughtful is to be thankful. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be thinking about, what all I've been through in life. I mean, what was consistent? What was something I was passionate about? Yeah. And as I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Through sports and everything else, I was always physically active. I liked training. Um, even in high school, I, I took sports medicine with Eb and I'm, because I would get hurt, but then I want to fix myself. Wow. You know? So it was like, oh, shoot. I could be a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, no. There, this is something I can do. And then that's when it really clicked. But I mean, I had already done all the, you know, fitness accolades. Then I just wasn't training anybody. Yeah. And so that was just what made it click for me to become a trainer because I started thinking back of thinking back, like I said, of all the things that I was able to accomplish. Yeah. You know, um, you know, running Broad Street. I remember the first time I told my doctor I was going to run Broad Street. Doctor was like, "No, with your asthma." Wow. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, "All right, okay." Yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. And more. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Love Bobby Boucher said that's called tackling fuel. <laughs> Love it. One more question before we end this segment and head back to the studio. Um, when you were training uh our twins, mm-hmm. uh you had said something to me when the first time that you started working with them. You said, Look, at this moment, I'm on, I'm I'm asking them to do this. They didn't know it. But you said, because I want to look at their mental toughness. Yes. That was a phrase for me. Mm-hmm. It was new. Okay. And so what I started to realize of one twin, I won't say names, mm-hmm. but one twin was busting it out in this way, another twin. And you you didn't even go all the way in. You just kind of was gauging where they are. Right. I want to know, like, how much does mental toughness play a role in our success? Huge success. Again, because there's always going to be that no. There's always going to be... You might get 33 no's, but on the 35th time you ask that question, you know, then it's going to be like, oh, yes. Okay. Uh, I need this loan to get this equipment. I need this loan to get this building. I need this loan to do whatever it is you want to do. Start the business, you know, get the LLC, whatever it's going to be. And you're going to hear no eventually. Mm -hmm. You have to want to keep digging. Um, Again, if it's really what you want to do, how bad do you want to do it? People often say, oh, you got to want it as much as you want to breathe. This at the third world. Man, people commit suicide all the time. So wow. I don't think it's so wow. much a, that you want to breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you have to want it more than somebody wants to take it away from you. Wow. I think that means more because then you know that I know I got to fight for this. I can't just get it and be okay with it. No, nah, I have to fight for this constantly because somebody's going to always be trying to take this away from me. Wow. Wow. Fam, I thank you. I thank you for that. And that's sitting with me, um, with what you're saying. You know, how bad do you want it? Mm. Um, and we have to want this. Oh, yeah, for sure. We got to sure. want that. What we say is for that sure. it. And and it's not so much just to want it. Mm. But be willing to work for. Want it and willing to work for. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot. If you ask 15 people off the street, just pull them to the side. Like, hey, do you want to be a millionaire when you grow up? Or do you want to be a millionaire in a couple of years? Everybody's going to say, yeah. Right. Wanting ain't enough. Right, right. <laughs> but you got to be able to put the foot to the pavement you know what wow. saying, and do the work. Wow. So, wow. You heard it here. <laughs> In the training facility of Muscle Hustle with John, he said, not only do you, how, it's not about just how bad you want it, but are you willing to work for it? Elevate it, that inner tugging. All right. You've heard a, a, a story. We're going to hear much more. All right. We appreciate <laughs> you. We're here. And we out. Well, first off, thank you, man. Oh, man, listen, thank you. Nah. All right, thank you for having me. This is nah. a pleasure. Thank you, man. The, uh, the training facility, uh, the people we even had. We, we ain't, weren't going to get get all that behind the scenes, but we, <laughs> we, we, 
I even met an interesting gentleman there that might be seeing this. <laughs> I appreciate you about to hit him up if I ever need, right. if I ever need a lawyer. I, <laughs> right. He might got my back pertaining to that. Uh, or or get him to interview. He had some questions. I thought about some of them questions right. he was asking me, but I wasn't going to put you on blast like that. You know, you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> right. You want to keep things keep things good, man. But no, like, I want to tell you, like, I'm proud of you, man. Like, really, like, for going after your dreams, for, sure. um, for having a, a, a training facility. And I, I mean, yeah. I just believe that it's more pertaining to that. Like, yeah. I love the spot, but I can see I can see bigger, man. I can just see different um, things taking place. You got some things in the work. I mean, you know, uh, I'm always uh, grinding it out. You know, um, I would like to get to where you say entrepreneur. I feel like that's a that's a level that I need to get to. You an entrepreneur, man? Nah. What see, you so, mean? So, so to me, business wise, it's okay, a, it's a difference between being uh, self employed and entrepreneur. Take us to church, then. Go ahead. All right. So uh, for me, I'm more like self-employed because if I ain't there, I ain't making no money. Okay. An entrepreneur can go away on vacation and still make money. Okay. So. But according to the LLC that you have, you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> no, let me stop. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, though. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants a piece of that passive income. Yeah, for sure. But for sure. you're not for that sure. many steps away sure. pertaining to that, yeah, right? Yeah, Having yeah. other people that work with you yeah. and for you, so forth and so on, yeah. you're able to step back and do those things. Maybe somebody watching here in the right. Chester County area, like, man, I need somebody. I, I want that opportunity. Yeah. So maybe you yeah. got... Matter of fact, how can we uh, follow you, man, on social media? Uh, So I got... um. The Muscle Hustle is the space. That's the facility. The Muscle Hustle? The Muscle Hustle. The Muscle Hustle. Yeah. The Muscle Hustle. Yeah. We'll put that on the screen. All right. <laughs> so that is the Instagram of the space. Okay. My training uh, page is uh, Muscle Hustle John Will. Okay. So you'll see like my personal training and more of my life on that page, but the actual facility and whatever's going on there, whether it's a CPR class or you know somebody else training, that would be all on the Muscle Hustle page. Okay. So, I'm going to challenge you on something, too. For sure. Because I was thinking about this. Like, I know in the area of the training facility, right now, people can be watching this all over the world. If they're not in our area, they can't directly get trained by you. Right. Right? Yes. We got we got to, like, position ourselves to do some stuff locally and globally, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you ain't got to, like, a a, a a drink in the mix or a <laughs> fitness, something like that. I'm so, like, y'all can get some Muscle, y'all can get some muscle, <laughs> muscle Gear all over the globe, all yeah, right? Yeah, so I, I definitely got the apparel. I got the Scullies. I got the shirts. I got yeah. the sweatpants, you yeah. know. Um, T-shirts, tanks, uh, but I'm in the process of having an app built where, yes, you can purchase a program. And so um, on that app, what you'll be able to do is uh, you'll be able to, one, book a class. Mm -hmm. um, you'll be able to book a session, too. Uh, and what you'll be able to do is say, you know what? Hey, I want to purchase a six-week program. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you know, total body. Boop, you can go ahead and click it. Or, you know, some people, especially in today's age, they just want, like, something fast, quick, fast, in a hurry. So what you can also do is I have it broken down where you can – purchase a chest workout like you know what uh, how can i you know really just grow my back i just want to you know do something different switch it up and you just buy a back workout or just buy a leg workout so it'll all be broken down all on the app so you know good uh, so yeah we're looking forward to that huh yeah, yeah stop yeah. playing get that thing together that's, so we can that's some of that passive income that. Stuff. absolutely <laughs> i'm good with that yeah. matter of fact let's talk about that off camera see if i can go ahead and figure out how i can get a percentage of a little, little bit of that little investment something like that going on no i appreciate that man that's dope so we have uh, those social media social media handles. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, guys. Like, um, follow um, to stay up up to date with John is doing. And so, like again, I'm proud of you. Um, Appreciate it, bro. Likewise, man. That's, that's, that's mutual. Yeah, absolutely, man. Mm -hmm. So I got one more question okay. that I want to ask you before we uh, transition to our last segment of Five on Fire. Mm -hmm. But um, what what would what do you want to leave us with? So again, let's let's just wrap some of this stuff, tie some of this stuff up, right? So we've talked about the area of the mindset of you know the entrepreneurship that I'm talking about. Like you've dealt with being told no or you can't do this. You've dealt with overcoming. You dealt with adversities, starting all over again, and mm -hmm. you kept going through. There's commitment. There's focus. All those things. Like what do you want to leave with somebody? Maybe they want to start a gym. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just here. Just like I heard your story, mm -hmm. and what I'm hearing is that. I can't give up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what do you want to leave to encourage and empower somebody with? First, find out what your passion is. Um, a lot of people waste time trying to do too much. Mm. Uh, you know, they got that saying where you can be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Mm. Find out what you're passionate about and then try to then 
arrow and, uh, you know, every bullet has a target, you know, you don't just let off. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, e- even if you're shooting in the air, the, right. the air is your target, but that bullet's going to come back down and hit something. Right. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're looking down barrel, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So that way, uh, you know what you're aiming for. Yeah. Because once you know what you're aiming for, now you even know how to move. Ah, that's good. Um, that's good. You know, uh, I, I try to talk to kids and I'm like, listen, like, don't just say, hey, I want to be a firefighter or, you know, this, that or the third. That's that's not good enough. You it's you really got to look into the details. So when you're looking at colleges, don't just look at a school as a school. Certain schools are good at certain things. Mm-hmm. So you want to be majoring in the minutia and figure out which schools got your area of interest so that you know now I'm targeting this school. Mm-hmm. What's this school's criteria? So now I'm now having my plan and it's not just I'm lolly dolly and I'm just going about, about my day, you know, hoping I land where I'm supposed to. Nah, you got to be intentional. Yeah. So, you know, um, first find out what you're passionate about first so that way you know where you're going. Love it, man. Yeah. Right, thank you. Y'all heard that. Um, be intentional. Find out yeah. what your passion is. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Find it. Find out what our passion and elevate it, man. I think from your sharing, what I would say is, like, we stay focused. Yeah. yeah like, stay sure. focused. And the thing that I think about too is when you're working with somebody and they meet you as an area of a trainer, like you literally can be the answer to somebody's prayer. Hmm. Like somebody wants to get fit. Yeah. Somebody wants to start to like. Any business, yeah. they get paid because they're they provide a solution for somebody's problem. Right. Like you can be the answer to somebody's prayer. Yeah. And I want to go deeper in that, but I ain't gonna do it here. <laughs> We're gonna do that in that last segment <laughs> called five on five. So if y'all would allow me to go ahead and go deeper with this, we about to check out something we call five on five. Let's go, let's walk all in. All right. <laughs> all right, let's go. This is what we need to know. We have to stay focused. I know it's simple, but it's so important. Think about all we heard, all we processed. It's time more so now than ever for us to stay focused. You said stay focused, stay focused on what? All right, we need to stay focused on our God-given assignments. That's our what? Like that your position of leadership, whether you're the up-and-coming leader or rising leader, you've been leading for years, you're in the entrepreneurial space, you're in the gym space that we've learned and talked about, you're in the area of leadership, ministry, it doesn't matter. You got to stay focused on your what. You got to be focused on your who. That's the people that God has assigned for you to lead. Listen, you may be the answer to somebody's prayer. Oh, come on. You may be the answer to somebody's prayer. If you don't release your awesomeness in the earth realm, then somebody might not get what they're praying for. This is the time now for that. You got to be focused on the who. But what about the where? Look, your location. We're talking about your mountain of influence, whether it is the area of religion, whether it is the area of government, where's the, the area, whatever it may be, the mountains that you're called to serve, you're an influencer, you're powerful, you're the head not to tell, above only not be but you can't talk about the where without talking about the when. And the when, you need to put that out there in your mouth. The, in your mouth. the when is now. N-O-W. Now is the time for you to move forward. I'm reminded of a pe- uh, one of my favorite passages, Judges chapter 9, verse 8. It's the parable of the trees. And I'm going to paraphrase this for you guys. But there's trees uh, and they're looking for uh, someone to be their king. And so they go to the trees and they ask uh, an olive tree, look, 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 would you be my king, right? And the olive tree responds, should I give up what I produce that honors both God and man just to wave back and forth over the trees? Same thing happens to the fig tree. And his response is pretty much similar. Should I give up what I produce just to wave back and forth over the trees? Listen, then they go to a thorn bush, which is out of its species. It's not even a tree. And he is willing to take on the assignment, willing to go ahead and do it. And he says, something of the of the nature of this that look yeah i'll be your king but then you would have to lower yourself come on somebody you have to find shelter under my shade well wait a minute sir wait a minute ma'am you are a, a, a thorn bush when i embrace you the wrong way i would be inflicted with pain and so much listen that's not the life we need to be we need to be planted in our purpose we need to stay focused on the things that we are called and assigned to do because we don't want to uproot ourselves or even put ourselves in lower levels 
level places. That's not what we're into. So beloved, it's time to stay focused. It's time for you to look and be uh, exactly what you are called and designed to be. Be planted in your passion. Be planted in what you uh, produce and, and be planted in your pursuit. It's time to move forward. You have to go forward. You have to do what has to be done. Are you ready? Are you willing? You're capable. We got to remove the, the excuses. We heard John say something powerful. He said that he was told so many times, I can't. Maybe you heard that. I can't. Or, you, or, or maybe I heard this uh, 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 from my pastor. Sometimes uh, uh, we are the voice. Come on, somebody. That, that has been lying to us. Or we've been believing the lies of, of the voices that have been telling us that you can. Listen, I'm here to tell you that you can. I'm here to tell you that you must. I'm here to tell you that, that if you commit to it, that you will pursue the things that God is calling you to go ahead and do. There are people who need what you have. Beloved, this is time to lock down and be in it like never before. Will you commit to it? Will you stay focused? Will you do what you are called and assigned and gifted to go ahead and do? Do you realize you have a village around you? Do you realize that you have what you need Look, you have God within you. You are gifted and called. Some of you, even right now, need to go ahead and blow the dust off, to that, off of that notebook because you have vision, you have insight, you have wisdom, you have witty inventions and ideas and concepts, and this is the time to move forward within that. You have to move forward. There are people that need to eat the fruit from your tree. The fruit is not just for you. It's for you to give and release it. So release those gifts. Release that power. Release what you have so that others can be blessed for kingdom advancement. That's what this is about. Elevate it. Take your, your inner tugging and move forward. This is the day to move forward. This is your now. It's not, this is, your look, your now is your next. Come on, somebody. Your now is your next season. So walk into it. Thrive in it because this is your call, your purpose, and your assignment. Five on fire. We gave it to you. See you next week.